Okay, I want to say welcome back. Thank you for all of you in the VCS community who are tuning in. This is Ben Davis, your head of schools. We are on our second episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the first two chapters of our book study, The Tech Wise Family Everyday Steps for Putting, let's see, I got to read the title, Everyday Steps for Putting Technology in Its Proper Place. I'm so happy that you're here. I have a wonderful Lovely guest joining me, my wife, Amber. Thanks for joining again, Amber. Of course. And like I said, we get to talk through the first two chapters of the book today. So the title of the first chapter is Choosing Character. And I loved this chapter. I want to share for our parents just a question to really consider here. And it's going to drive some of what I want to share and what I'm going to ask you, Amber, What do you think for families, what do you suppose is the connection between technology and character development in your kids? And I think this chapter really drives at it. So I want to share two quotes, not really a quote, it's more of a paragraph, but I loved this paragraph. So here's what it says. The title is, What is Family For? And on my book, this is page 52, unless you're like listening to the audio book or something. He says this, uh, author Andy Crouch, family is about the forming of persons. Being a person is a gift like life itself. We are born as human beings made in the image of God. But while in one sense, a person is simply what we are as human beings, we are also what we become to grow in capacities that are only potentially present within us at first. I'm going to fly forward to another quote that I want to share. This book that I'm reading um, is underlined, and that is your underlining. So I know that this really resonated with you too, Amber. Here's the heart of the paradox. He says, technology is a brilliant, praiseworthy expression of human creativity and cultivation of the world, but it is at best neutral in actually forming human beings who can create and cultivate as we were meant to. Absolutely love it. I don't know about you, Amber. I see a connection between family and developing character. Yeah, so I really have two sort of key takeaways there. So first of all, as a family, we have to take and own that responsibility of forming godly character in our kids. And technology has a role to play, and we have to be purposeful about knowing what that role is. So that's kind of my take. I don't know. How do you how do those those quotes kind of resonate with you, Amber? You know, family is forming persons in the image of God. And, and again, that's, I, I think kind of tech has its place, but I'm curious, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think um, when I pictured um, as a young mom and what I wanted my family to look like, I wanted it to be obviously centered on Christ. And um, I didn't, and naming the things I wanted in my kids about um, wisdom and courage and, um, in their, some of their character, uh, I don't necessarily think, oh, yes, and I want them to be great with technology, or I want them to right. um, really, I guess what I guess I, I think what I'm saying is that uh, I want them to know their proper place. So I want them, their character to be developed about discernment and wisdom around technology. Um, when I think about how it fits into our family. Yeah, that's great. And that's a great segue for the second chapter as well, right? Because family and technology has a place and a role. And he jumps in. I love this second chapter. I loved this chapter of the book. So it's called Shaping Space. 
And so he begins to, I think, kind of make that connection. So how do we how do we make sure that technology is in its proper place when forming that character, that godly character in our in our kids, which is something that I think everybody listening to this podcast wants to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw out a question for parents to consider in light of the second second chapter of the book. What does the center of your home look like? And have you thought about this idea of shaping space in your home. So as I look around, I'm we're by the way, those of you who are listening in podcast land, we are recording this at our kitchen table in our house, which is kind of fun. So I look around, I see a microwave, I see our charging station that's behind you back there, Amber. I see ooh, an espresso machine. I have to say when you bought that on Amazon, I was a little concerned. I'm still a little concerned cuz I drink a lot of espresso now as a result, but fantastic technology purpose or purchase rather. So this, this second chapter shaping space, we kind of look around our home. He, Andy Crouch kind of does the same thing and he shares some of the stuff that he sees around his house. And then he has this quote that I want to kind of share with you guys. He says, none of these items require us to have any real skill to use them. And each of them makes our lives more convenient without demanding much of us. I don't know about you, but that's particularly convicting to me, Amber. Is that convicting to you the same way it is to me? Absolutely. I think about trying to, for the first time probably in history, having to show our kids real examples of like hard work. And um, because so many things are convenient to us and so many things um, happen just on a computer lots of hard work. For example, what you do, a lot of it is they see daddy sitting on a computer or talking on the phone. Um, And so getting them to understand um, what is happening behind that. So true. So true. I'll give you a real life example in the Davis house. You just reminded me as you're talking about that. So just recently, a very important piece of technology in our home broke the dishwasher. (laughs) And so our kids are like, oh my goodness, mommy and daddy, we can't wash dishes now. And we said, well, actually, there is a way that you can wash dishes that it just doesn't have to be in the in the dishwasher. And so I want to I want to transition into another quote that I, I love here. And this is another Amber underlined quote in the book. So I know you love this. So the author, so Andy Crouch author says, a single pencil can produce more colors of gray and black than the most high-tech screen can produce. For a child's creative development, the inexpensive, deep, organic thing is far better than the expensive, broad, electronic thing. Whoa, I don't know about you, but that is completely mind-blowing for me. That idea that um, there are things that don't have to be tech-rich. And those things, we can use those things to form and shape character and our our kids' minds and and all of it. So, all right, a very honest question for everybody, Amber. When, for those who are listening in, what do you think, what what would you say, describe for those who are tuning in the center of our home, what does it look like? How do you think we do with this one? Yeah, well, I immediately was thinking of um, how every time we read something in a book, talk about proper place, um, whether it be like a bullfight in Spain that we're reading about, the story takes place. So the first thing I want to do yeah, grab is a phone. grab YouTube and like, do you know what a bullfight looks like? 
Um, and so this was talking about wonder and how I think in the book, he kind of even quoted that um, we have lost the world of, of meadows and meteors and like in our head. And we are, um, yeah, kind of passive consumers unto, yeah. and not using our imagination as much, um, which can be like this quote, just as rich as uh, a YouTube video. Yeah. Especially very, with all the commercials. <laughs> very convicting, very convicting. And so I think, I think you're right. I think there's something, there's something to, to be said in, imagination mm-hmm. and an imagination that has its expression in art. And he talks about music and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'll, I'll clue everybody in just the most recent purchase for Mr. Davis was a guitar and I've never played the guitar before, but I got to say, I was inspired by this book to show and model learning new things and creating music. And uh, don't make me play for you because it's really not that good. But um, I've only been playing it for a couple of days. But but I want to inspire those things in our kids. And technology, you use the word passive. Our kids are passive. They're passive consumers as opposed to creating and, and, and building and forming, even if that's forming in their minds. So in any case, I mentioned every podcast, we're going to have an action item challenge. And so the Davis family is going to participate in this action item challenge. Everybody listening, I want you, I want you to do this. Okay. And if I see some of you guys, I would love for you to pull me aside in school and carpool and tell me about how this action item challenge goes. So I'm calling this one look and discuss. Okay. So I want all of you listening, look what thing or things are at the center of your home. Pay attention, be mindful of it. And I want you to have, um, so that's the look part, the discuss part. I want you to have a dinner discussion with your family, your spouse, or your kids. And I want you to ask everybody the question, kind of explain this idea, this concept and ask them what things should be at the center of our home family. And um, Amber, we're going to ask our four-year-old and our six-year-old, our four-year-old Grace, our six-year-old Isaac, and see what they say. And I imagine that this is going to be pretty entertaining. So, right. uh, yeah. And I have to, I have to apologize because I don't, I don't think I even answered the question when you asked me. My, my brain flew just like a, I guess technology is a whole nother podcast can be training my mind to be distracted. But yeah, I would, where I was going, I think I had said an ad was books and nature and relationships. And those are the things that I want my kids to be passionate about. Um, so I'm really curious to hear what they say. Yeah. Like six and four year old. I'm yeah. sure we'll be entertaining. Yes, we will. We will find out. We'll get a really great insight into what they think is and should be at the center of our house. And uh, I'm kind of doubting books will be one of the answers, maybe like candy. I don't know. I'm thinking it's going to be sure. mixed especially, in there, especially yeah, after ha- Halloween. Halloween. We have candy. lots of it. Halloween candy. So once again, I want to thank everybody who listened in, tuned in uh, We next week. So for the next week's podcast, we are going to be following up on chapters three and four And the book continues to get better. Really great practical advice for us parents. So follow along, read those two chapters, tune in, and we will connect with you guys then. Thanks so much.